0: Erev Tov, thanks for joining me again on another wonderful evening as we can share a few thoughts on the upcoming day's Mida, which is the beginning of the cycle of Netzach, and tonight we're looking at Chesed Sheben Netzach. So a whole new aspect and orientation to how Hashem's Hanhaga becomes manifest in this world. So we know and we've already seen Netzach come up a few times, that the concept of netzach implies eternality right netzach as the gemara in Erevan says anytime that the word netzach is used it means olamit it means that it has no cessation forever it's limitless it's timeless as it brings a lola netzach you see that it's used in you know synonymously with the word olam forever so the word Netzach, according to the Gemara, implies eternality. We've also seen that it, it has a connotation of commitment, like in the story of Shmuel, where Shmuel tells the Sha'ul that the Malchus is going to be torn away from you, and it's not going to be given back, because Vegam netzach yisrael lo the Eternal One of Israel does not lie. He doesn't change his mind. And so there's a resolution that's in Netzach. There's a commitment, and it's an eternal commitment. We've also seen that nitzachon means conquest, right, to fight and to conquer, to be committed on to success. And I brought an interesting source at the Likute Halachos, which is Rabbi Nassan, the student of Rabbi Nachman, writes that the reason why the word for victory, nitzachon, is the same word for nitzchiyut, eternality, is because obviously any conquest which is not permanent is not a true conquest. I mean, you take over for a week before you get kicked out, you didn't win the war. I mean, the whole nature of, of victory is such that it's eternal victory. It's permanent, right? It's, it's undying. It's never going to be given up. And so the two are kind of hand in hand. So when we're dealing with Hashem and the Midah of Netzach, we're talking about um, an eternal commitment which, uh, without question, ends in victory, And there's no kind of falling short in the battle on God's part. If God has set forth on a plan, on a mission, he's accomplishing it. He's not changing his mind. There's no diversion of the path. Hashem sets his mind, and he's there, so to speak. Now, what that implies, and the reason why this ties in to another aspect, is that if a person's eternally committed to something, that implies a level of value, Right, there's there's a obviously a deep rooted value which is propelling forth one's eternal commitment to the thing. I mean, if you say so, you know, let's say someone gets married, they eternally commit themselves, you know, to, to this relationship. Obviously, there's a deep seated value there, and this is why Netzach and Hod go hand in hand. They're almost seen in Kabbalistic terms. They're seen as the two legs of the Adam. They're what supports the Hanhaga of the relationship. Because that deep-seated eternal commitment is the action side of a personal value, uh, which is the hod component of it. But netzach is how that actually fights forth and manifests um, as far as action goes. And so when we're looking at the concept of chesed within netzach, essentially chesed, which is Hashem's overflowing desire to share life, is the fact that Chesach Benetzach means that within Netzach, within the fight for the eternal fight for value, the commitment to value has to be that it is a life-driven commitment. Meaning to say that Netzach is never going to be fighting the cause of death. Netzach fights the cause for life, and this is something that you know any Jew with a with a monicum of understanding of what is the, the highest level value in Torah, knows that Torah is, as we say in our davening every day, Torah itself is a Torah Shaim. It's an instructions for life. And one of the most repeated notions throughout the Torah is that, mm-hmm. that we're supposed to live by the mitzvot. That the commitment that we have through Torah is a commitment that brings us to life, right? We're not a death-centered religion. We're not a religion, a people, a culture that focuses on escaping death even. We're entirely focused on life, with a capital L. And we say this every day in Davening. We, we ask Hashem and we praise and we say, Baruch Hu Elokeinu, Lanu minatoyim. We're not just scattered, lost out there in the world. Natan lanu Torah you gave us the guide to truth, the guide to reality. V'chaye olam nata and you embedded within our own midst eternal life. It's, it's something that really should not be taken for granted. You know, not every religion has at its center the value of life abo- above all else. And this is why halacha, the Rambam, brings in Hecho Shabbos an amazing thing. That we know that with the exception of certain circumstances, we always put life first before any other mitzvah. With the exception of the big three, right? Shvichas Dam, Gilor We're obligated to be over on any mitzvah. As the Rambam Paskins in Yesodia Torah, in the fifth parak, we are over on an avera, rather than give our lives, because of the famous drashah, v'echai bahem, v'loh sheyamus bahem. Now sometimes, you have to even be mecha'ol Shabbos, right? So the case that the Rambam's talking about here in the second chapter of Hecho Shabbos is where you have a, a person who is a Chola, who has a Sakana, right? So a a person who's ill, who's at risk. So if a person is ill and they're not at risk, we don't violate Shabbat for them. If there is a Chola who is at risk, says the Rambam, we're obligated to be Michal Shabbos for this. But then the Rambam goes on and says that when you do violate Shabbos, in order to protect someone who's at risk, you don't let the low class individuals in society do the Chilol Shabbos while the Rebbe sits behind the table embracing his Kedusha Shabbos. No, 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 no. You don't use the minors to go do that mitzvah. The greatest leaders of the generation need to go out there. You can't wait around. You have to go right away. Be Be Run to be Bechal Shabbos. Because the Pesach says, life, the primary value, the thing that we're fighting for. And so it says, throws in the Ravam here, such beautiful words. He says, what does this teach you? The words of the Torah aren't vengeance in the world. Hashem's not exacting His dominance on frail mankind and imposing His power over all of creation. That's not what's going on here in the Torah. Elorachamim the Chesed, the Shalom the Torah is mercy. It's, it's life, it's peace, it's kindness it's this incredible expression of love and that's what all of all of life is. So the Torah as an instructions for life is a guide for value which is life driven. Now again there are exceptions to that rule and I think that part of those exceptions is recognizing that a life within which one would perform those things, such as bowing to an idol, murdering another human being, stealing the Tzelah Melokim away from the world, is a life that would be vacant of any of the vibrancy that life consists of. To go ahead and violate one of the cardinals, one of the cardinal sins that we hold up against everything, is to live a life that is devoid of the vibrancy of chesed that Netzach demands. And that's why this is so replete throughout the Torah. The Torah says, the mitzvos that I'm giving you, La'avaz Hashem V'chayisa, V'ravisa, You should live, you should thrive, I should bless you. Everything is about life. And of course, at the end of the Torah, that Hashem takes heavens and earth as His witness. Ha'chayim nosati l'fanecha. I've presented before you life and death. Ha'bracha You don't choose life for any other reason than to live. If you're going to fight and you're going to be eternally committed to one value above all else, let it be life. Let it be that you choose life in every instant that you make those choices. And of course, the final destination, the end of the road for a Ben Yisrael, who lives his life in commitment to those values, is Chaye Olam Haba. Eternal life, as the Rambam says in Hilchus Tshuva in the 8th parak. What is the Chayyulamaba? This is life without any death. The center of all of the reward, right? The place in which all of the Avodah of an Adam is manifest in its fullest expression is pure life. Everything that a person fights for, the entire commitment that we have in our life, is focused on a destination of life itself. And so I think that the takeaway from this midah is realizing that the, the focus point of our avoda, when we are making our commitments and living true to the values that we see within, we have to always be focused on not just the survival, and even it would be a great step to be, be focused on the preservation of life. But a midah of chesed demands the reinforcement of life, in every moment of commitment that we have. And, and I think that that's why, probably why the Torah, as the guide to life, is also the guide to eternity. It's the guide to living that life, which is the Chaim Shein In Ma'ves and the Tovash Ein Imam Ra. It's the place in which all of that commitment has within itself and expresses itself in an, an eternal life. So that's something to think about as we, as we go through, as David HaMeloch says, when he asks Hashem, and he says, teach me the ways of life. Your, the delights of your right hand, of your chesed, are eternal. And that the, when we recognize that Hashem's chasadim, as the Midrash says, was, as we say, every time we say, that Hashem's chasadim to the world, Hashem's constant outpouring of life to the world itself is eternal, we should find within ourselves the ability and indeed the already innate sensibility within ourselves to know that we should be fighting for that same value that Hashem puts above all else. The value of life, the desire to bring the world into, into existence in the first place, to enliven, Laman chayisa Hashem all of that which is built around the enhancement of life and the undying commitment to finding vitality and vibrancy in everything that we, that we experience and in everything that we do. So those are some thoughts for Chesed Shebenetzach. And as we set up on this journey of discovering these eternal values within ourselves and within a Baruch Hu, we should merit to always be enhancing life and the lives of those around us.